Hey there, special educator. Before we dive into today's episode, I have something exciting to share with you. If you've ever struggled with writing impact statements for your IEPs, and let's be honest here, what special educator hasn't found themselves at some point staring at a blank box and a blinking cursor wondering what in the world to type? My free guide is just what you need to get those brain juices flowing. Introducing Impact Statement Mastery, your step-by-step guide to writing personalized IEPs. This free guide is designed to help you craft impactful, personalized statements with ease. You'll get expert tips and strategies, easy-to-follow formats, and real-life examples that bring theory to life. It's absolutely free and a must-have for every special education teacher and related service provider. To get your copy, just visit www.spedprepacademy.com slash impact statements, or check the link in the episode description. Now let's get started with today's episode. You're listening to the Sped Prep Academy podcast. Your host, Jennifer Hofferberg, is an award-winning veteran special educator who shares her experience, knowledge, and passion to help other special educators survive and thrive in this profession. Join her and other guests as they share tips and tricks of the trade for the ever-crazy, completely overwhelming, laugh-so-you-don't-cry profession of being a special education teacher. Hey there, so happy to have you listening in today. If this is your first time here, I just want to say welcome. I've had many new signups lately, and I can't tell you what it means to me to be able to support other special educators who are out there in the trenches, working tirelessly to make a difference in the lives of their students. Whether you are a seasoned veteran in the field of special education or a bright-eyed beginner eager to learn, this podcast is designed with you in mind. Today was the first day back with kids in the building, and let me tell you, my therapy dog was in heaven. He spent all summer stuck at home with just mom, so to be able to be around little people again was just what he needed. But something else I witnessed today was a group of paraprofessionals who worked together seamlessly to make the first day a success for their students. This team of ladies were seen throughout the day problem-solving, pitching in, supporting each other, building new relationships with students, and even jumping in to help when a bus broke down and the kids had to be moved from one bus to another. Today's episode holds a special place in my heart because I want to explore ways to support and empower these amazing teaching assistants, the ones who often stand shoulder to shoulder with you in the classroom. The energy between teachers and teaching assistants can make or break the success of our programs, and I believe with the right strategies and understanding, we can learn ways to support them better. Paraprofessionals in special education are also known as teaching assistants, parapros, TAs, they're often the unsung heroes in our classrooms. And I don't say that to be cheesy or cheeky, but I truly believe it. Their roles extend far beyond simple classroom aids. They are pivotal in providing personalized instruction tailored to each student's unique needs. They are providing behavior management, supporting daily living skills, ensuring smooth transitions, and facilitating student engagement. And these are just a few of the myriad of responsibilities they shoulder. And it's when they are not there that their absence becomes glaringly apparent. And I've talked about this before, but imagine a classroom without them. The void left can create an environment filled with challenges, both for you as the special educator and your students. And this ripple effect can even reach parents and administrators, highlighting just how interconnected and vital their roles are. So this begs the question, why do paraprofessionals leave? Well, inadequate compensation, aka money, is often the primary reason, but unfortunately that's something that's out of our control. But another reason they leave is due to lack of support. It's the lack of meaningful support that leads to frustration, burnout, and eventually departure from the field. 
and that's something that we can directly address to make a difference. So how can we foster a positive work environment that ensures professional growth, satisfaction, and greater retention? It's about recognizing their value and then acting on that recognition. By providing comprehensive support, mentoring, recognition, and nurturing their growth, we can make them feel integral to the team and the success of the special education department. And guess what? That investment in them translate in a direct investment in the success of the students who they serve. So now that we understand the crucial role paraprofessionals play and the urgency in supporting them, let's dive into some concrete strategies to provide that support. Because after all, knowing the why is just the beginning. It's the how where the real magic happens. So I want to share with you five types of support and strategies that can easily be fit into your school day. The first is professional development. PD is more than just a buzzword. It's a tangible investment in the growth of your teaching assistants. You can offer workshops on IEPs, behavior management, differentiation, positive learning environments, and so much more. You really want to focus on where your TA's weaknesses are. When your staff knows that you are taking a vested interest in helping them with their job performance, it will lead to greater confidence in their abilities, which will then lead to better student support. The next is mentorship and coaching. I hate to tell you, but you're not the only person who should be mentoring and coaching your staff. Pair your new paraprofessional with seasoned mentors to foster collaboration, insights, and support. It's a win-win for everyone. It boosts confidence, and it creates a smooth adaptation to the classroom. If you have one para with a strength and say preventing a meltdown, have that person train the rest of the team. Use the strengths to your advantage. The next is regular check-ins and feedback. Regular meetings with paraprofessionals are vital. My daughter just started teaching special ed this fall, and she said that her paras asked if they could have a weekly meeting, and she asked if I thought she should do that. Of course she should do that. Providing feedback, recognition, and addressing concerns gives us a chance to come together as a team. And continuous development is all about open communication. So even if it's just five minutes a day or 10 minutes a week, whatever you can make work, when you make these meetings a priority, you will build their trust. The fourth is emotional support. (laughs) Special education is emotionally demanding offering empathy, guidance, and even small tokens of appreciation like cookies or lunch can make a difference in your assistant's day. If a parent works one-on-one with a student, which I don't recommend, by the way, and you can hear why way back on episode 16 called Sharing the Love, Why I Don't Use One-to-One Paraprofessionals, but if that is the way that you have your department set up, one way to provide emotional support is by giving that para some time away from their student. Take over here and there throughout the day or trade out your staff. When an assistant works in a stressful situation day in and day out, week after week, they will definitely appreciate a break from that stress. And the last is access to resources. Prepare your paraprofessionals with easy access to curriculum guides, teaching aids, communication tools, sensory items, visual calendars. These resources empower them to plan and implement effective interventions for students. So I know what you might be thinking, Fitting these strategies into a busy school day might seem challenging, but it's really not an if, but a must. So here are some ways to ensure that you are providing the support that your paraprofessionals need. First is to be a role model. Just lead by example, showing your teaching assistants what you expect through your own actions, attitudes, and approach. 
This doesn't mean just exhibiting professionalism. It includes demonstrating empathy, creativity, resilience, and all of the other qualities that are valued in your educational setting. Your teaching assistants will likely mirror the example that you have set, striving for the same level of of excellence that you display every day. The next is taking advantage of professional development days. PD days shouldn't be seen as a break from the norm, but as an opportunity for growth. So customize these training sessions to focus on inclusive education practices, behavior management strategies, effective communication skills, or any relevant topic that would enhance the skills and knowledge of your staff. Engage them in interactive workshops, simulations, and discussions that can enrich their understanding of key concepts and practical applications. When you're just talking, 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 and not letting them apply their knowledge, they're not going to as easily internalize what you're asking them to do. The next is to utilize downtime for short training sessions. There may be unexpected, well, no, there will be unexpected gaps in the daily routine when students are absent or involved in other activities. So use these opportunities to conduct quick targeted training sessions or developmental conversations, whether it's a 15-minute talk about a new educational tool or a piece of the new curriculum or a brief discussion on a student's progress. Making the most of these moments can lead to some meaningful growth. Next is to facilitate mentorship pairings. Encourage a culture of mutual support by pairing less experienced teaching assistants with seasoned mentors. This partnership can be a valuable two-way street, allowing both parties to learn from each other's experiences. Regular meetings, shadowing opportunities, and ongoing dialogue can foster a sense of camaraderie and help in developing professional expertise. And then you're going to want to integrate quick check-ins into the daily schedule. Just put them on the schedule. Regular scheduled check-ins can provide a vital connection between you and your teaching assistants. These quick meetings can be a platform for honest feedback, not complaining, clarification, recognition, or just a moment to catch up. They help keep everyone aligned and engaged and reinforce a sense of team cohesion. The next one is to foster a supportive culture. Creating an environment where everyone feels valued and heard can do wonders for morale and performance. Encourage open communication, acknowledge their accomplishments, and ensure that each member knows their contribution matters. Remember, the way you respond to both their successes and their failures shapes the culture of your team. And last, organize a centralized resource library. Streamline access to essential materials by organizing a digital repository or a physical resource library. This could include curriculum guides, teaching aids, intervention plans, links to the icons that you need for your visual schedules. By having everything in one place, teaching assistants can spend less time searching for what they need and more time focusing on the students. Supporting your teaching assistants isn't just about retention or keeping them there. It's about fostering a dynamic and nurturing team culture that empowers everyone to flourish. It's about recognizing that every interaction, every gesture of support builds towards a collective goal of exceptional education. And by intentionally ensuring this support, you contribute to the overall success of your special education program. Your teaching assistants are not only your allies, but an essential part of your educational family. So I hope you'll be able to take back a few nuggets of wisdom and implement them into your upcoming school year. Take these insights to heart and remember that by investing in them, you are investing in the future of every child you help. Thank you for tuning in and here's to a very successful school year ahead. Thanks for sticking with me until the end. I can tell that you are just as dedicated to the field of special education as I am. If you liked what you heard today, I'd love it if you'd head over to spedprepacademy.com slash podcast 
to check out the show notes and sign up to be notified each time a new episode airs. Go out and have an amazing day and I'll catch you on the next episode.